So, hey, welcome, sports fans. Um, this is Mick and Brew, and this is the weekly Fallout Sports Talk Show on the Woodlands Online. How you doing, oh, brother? What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. How was your week? <sighs> my week was, my actually, this week was pretty good. 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 You were a busy boy. I'm very busy. That's good. Very busy. Business I'm, is going good. Business is going good. Real good. I can't wait to have a JSJ commercial instead of... Uh, we're going to have a JSJ commercial. Instead of Vanessi. He gets all... <laughs> he's getting all our fan base. Well, that's, I, that's I, I okay. Need to, well, but we need one for us. We do. We do. And we'll get some. We'll we get will. Some. We will. I'm, I'm excited. But we're yeah. We're going to get some sponsors and we'll be good. Yeah, but man, crazy week. Good. Crazy week. You know, I, obviously, uh, before we jump into everything, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe Bryant had the... Memorial, yes, you know service, That's right. and um, you know I I, want, I just want to talk about the celebration of and the life. celebration of life. I don't yes. want to go because we've already been sad enough, and yes. I believe everyone is grieved in their own way. Sure. But how cool was it, and how funny was it? Where a couple stories happen. You know, Michael Jordan gets up there, starts crying. He goes, "Oh no, it's going to be another Michael Jordan crying meme <laughs> for the next three three years." I love you, man. You know, yeah. um, you know, Michael got beat up with the crime meme when he gave when he did his Hall of, Hall of Fame speech, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he, t- he Jordan says, "I promised my wife I wouldn't cry," <laughs> but he got up there and and he couldn't help it, and he cried. So that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I thought was hilarious is when Shaq got up and spoke, and you know, he talked about, you know, one of the I think his greatest moment of when. He realized that okay, I got to pass this team on to Kobe because he now earned my full respect. Sure. So Shaq said that it was during you know one of their series of basketball games. As you know, NBA they got games. Sometimes they'll play back to back. They take a day off, then another back to back, and so they're kind of in midst of the season. Right. And the guys come up to their leader at the time, which was Shaq, mm-hmm. the, the player, other players, and was like, man, Kobe won't pass the ball, man. Like, so Shaq goes, hey, I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. Right. Shaq goes up to Kobe and says, hey, there's no I in team, Kobe. And Kobe looks back at Shaq and goes, yeah, but it's an M-E. <laughs> Shaq said at that point, he went back to the players and was like, hey, look, man, you're going to have to get the rebound because Kobe ain't going to pass. Yeah. <laughs> and, pass the ball, Kobe. Yeah, but he told him. But he said, but at that point, that's when Kobe earned his respect. And, um, you know, so anyway, but it was just so cool, you know, seeing, like you said, the celebration of life mm-hmm. and everyone getting up, sharing their, their favorite favorite moments uh, and stories uh, with Kobe. So it was good. And, and um, you know, just watching the whole thing come together. So, um you know, again, to his wife and the rest of his family and everybody that watched, um, you know, he's in a better place. You know, he had that he had that relationship with the good Lord, and and uh, I'm sure him and his daughter are up there with no issues or problems or challenges, looking down and, yeah. and uh, just waiting for all of us to get back up there and, and or get up there and, and hang out with him. So yes, well, good, good for Kobe. Um, so this weekend we celebrate leap year. Mm. 29 days in the month of February. Okay. Did you know that? Did I, you realize that? I did. I did. You know, we, we have a mutual friend that was born on that day, so she likes to remind us <laughs> a lot, you know, that that's her birthday. Who was that? Uh, Betsy Smith. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So she, that's right. you remember it was a running joke. That's right. So I said, it's Betsy's happened. birthday she was, this she was like six or seven yeah. years old. It was something, <laughs> it something every, ridiculous. It happens every four years. Right. So whatever that equation uh, like, Betsy, you have 30 kids. <laughs> All your kids are older than you. This is just weird. That's just weird. 
So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, do you know? All <laughs> your kids are older than you. <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know when um, when uh, 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 leap year started? I do not. Scott. I'm gonna fill you in. Okay. And for all you people out there that are listening or you're watching, uh, I'm gonna fill you in right now. So leap year started in Britain in 1752. Okay. It was when the British made the change from the Gregorian uh, calendar, uh, or they adopted the Gregorian calendar okay. from the old school calendar, okay. right? which I didn't do enough research to tell you what, what that was. But oh. anyway, so since 1752, we've had leap year. Every four years, you get an extra day during the month. Like and it was because there was there was a Flergenglergen, specific September, where somehow 11 days got lost somewhere. So... It was because of calendar weird stuff, but anyway. So yeah, so that's where uh, that's where it started. That's where it started. Yeah. So anyway. So is that something that you just learned, or were you one night drinking some hot cocoa, sitting in the lap of Doc Bruder, and he shared that with you? <laughs> no. You know, uh, it's funny that you mentioned about sitting in the lap of Doc Bruder. I actually never met Doc Bruder. Oh, yeah. No. So. But it's okay. He was gone way before I was even a twinkle in my mama's eye. But he's a stickler on the show. And we, and we got to mention him every week. You have to. So he just got on. Hey, so. I, we we got to work him in. Got to work he's him never in. been mentioned the first five minutes of the show. That's true. That was Okay, I'm glad you worked him in earlier, so now we can smooth right on through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a record. By the way, I have to ask you. Favorite restaurant? Oh, okay. This is... You're coming with the questions. I, I, I like I it. But this time I'm prepared. Oh. You're not going to catch me slipping and not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> no. you got to say it like he said. We're not falling any for any banana in the tailpipe. Well, he didn't have that much bass. Sure Remember, that's when Eddie Murphy said you got to have more bass in your brother, in your <laughs> voice, brother. Because he was a little more. I got you. You're right. The corny side. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But getting back to your question. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. It was. It was. Yeah, it's a lot of good choices. Yes, you know um, Houston by chance happens to be uh, have the most restaurants mm -hmm. per capita than any city in the country. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, Hurricane Katrina helped a lot mm -hmm. with that. <laughs> you know, out of all the cities I've lived in, this is by far my favorite because you can get any kind any of food you, you want. want, anything you want. Um, so your favorite. Mm. Now, does it have to be a restaurant that I have to eat in, or can this be like where I go and, and do takeout? Just whatever. Okay. Well, it used to be Greek Tony's when I used to hang out in uh, your garage when they had the former ownership. Yes. The original owner. Yes. That yes. was when you introduced me to Greek Tony's. That was amazing. Um, you know, Hong Kong restaurant comes to mind. Just my favorite Chinese restaurant. Like they put Brussels sprouts in their fried rice, and it's just amazing, Scott. Oh, Brussels sprouts! I can do without. Yeah. Okay. Blah. Well, but you said me. I'll tell you a story about Brussels. Is it me or is yeah. no, my restaurant or your restaurant? Your restaurant. Okay. Bro. Sorry. Because you're hating on my Brussels sprouts. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no. Excuse me. Bean sprouts. Oh, I can deal. Okay. With bean sprouts. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. I feel you, but bean sprouts. I meant to say bean sprouts. Okay. At least now I know why you made that face. Perfect. Okay. Sawgrass is obviously, uh, you know, on the equation. It's in my top three. You know, and, and, and so you're, you're, you're asking me a loaded question, Scott. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hmm. If I had to, if I had to name a place, mm -hmm. one place. Yeah. You got me stumped. I, oh, I, what? You I, just I, said you were prepared. I, I thought I was, but now <laughs> I'm just, I got all these different foods flowing in my head. I'm thinking like, do um, I go Italian? Do I go... 
Seafood. I mean, okay, here we go. Here we go. If there I, was I got only you. one restaurant you could go to okay. that you only had money that you could spend at this restaurant for the rest of your life. Papa Do's. Oh. I would go with Papa Do's. Crawfish bisque, baby. Yes. It's so good. Oysters on the half shell. Yes. Yes. And even the calamari is fresh. Yes. I, mean, I will say yes. You know, so so that that's where I will I will okay. put my stamp on. All right. All right. Good. Good. I like it. What so about you? I will tell you. I will tell you. So right now. Because it changes every few years or whatever. Do you like the weather in Houston? Kind of, sure. Okay. Um, like More like Haley's Comet. But anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Haley's Comet. Right now, it right now... Hate once every right few years. <laughs> right now, it is... Right now, it is the Texas Roadhouse. Their rolls are... I could eat... I just All I could eat for dinner is just... I could eat all Texas their rolls. Texas Roadhouse? And, and I t- I'm going to tell you why. It's so commercial, why. though. But but it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm tell you why. Go ahead. I like the Texas Roadhouse because their rolls are so phenomenal. But they have... Oh, you know what? I, I'm going to take that back. My favorite meal at a restaurant right now is the pork chop at BJ's Brewery. So now Texas Roadhouse is completely off the map. It's not just, completely off the map, but my favorite I'm a, I'm kind of reverting here. My favorite meal at a restaurant is the pork chop at BJ's Brewery because they have that um, pepper jam. Okay. And oh, that's a good. But Texas Roadhouse, the rolls are fantastic. Their pork chops are good. Their steaks are really really good, and um, they have loaded mashed taters. Okay. I like them. All right. I like them a lot. All right. So that, that's your spot. <laughs> that's my spot. So, okay. All right. So today we are going to talk. We're going to talk about sports, obviously. We are. That's what we do. That's what we do. So we're going to talk weekly highlights. We're going to talk Astros spring training, getting beamed. Beam. Yes. Beam. Yes. Beam. Yes. We're going to talk about the Roughnecks, of course. Of course. 3 and 0. Love baby. it. Love it. XFL. You got some excellent. You re- got some new fans in the building. Got, you and I are fans now. Oh, I, we're officially yes. fans. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I got to get my jersey this weekend. We need to get. We need Absolutely. to get. I don't know. If grown men look right in jersey. Well, t-shirt, something. Because I don't want to see you in like a button-down dress shirt with a jersey over it. Please don't be that guy. I would never be that. Guy. Please. No. Trust me. Okay. No, no I'm not going to be that guy. Okay. Um, rockets, of course. Oh, small balls working. Rocket. I told you it was going to work. Well, <laughs> it's only been a few games. I know, the, I it's know. a small sample size. Yeah, right, right. Small you sample it's size. a small sample size. That sample size keeps getting big, bigger. But anyway, <laughs> talk a little bit about the combine. Yep. The combine was this week. I love it. We've Qu- seen quarterbacks some throwing great balls. I can't wait to dive into that a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Joe Burrow. Remind me to talk a little bit about him. Okay. I mean, well, he didn't I, throw I, or nothing, right? So but we, I want to talk about all the quarterbacks. Okay, I, we'll talk I, about. I think at least the top five. I like it. QBs. I like it. I like it. Um, and then we're going to talk about, um, of course, this week in sports. Yep. And yep. then we are going to. Um, I, I want to show. I want to show this video. And um, and we're going to uh, show the video now, or we're going to hold off to the, the commercial breaks. We'll hold off. We're doing it right now. What no, do you no, no, do? no. Because we'll, we'll, I really want to bring this in because this was this was when I saw this because I sent it to you right, mm-hmm. and when I saw this, it's like. He wasn't paying attention. Yes. <laughs> well, you know. Just wait. We'll show it to yes. you. Show it to you. Yes. And if you're listening, go to Woodlands Online. Go to the weekly fallout in the sports section of the of the videos, and you will see what we're talking about. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. With the kiss. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah kiss, you're right. right? Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, I think, I think, his li- I think uh, he left his lip prints. For sure. For sure. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh-huh. All right, so we're going to talk about that. So, 
let's just move right into it. All right. You want to move right into it? I love it. Move right I love it. it. Let's talk about the Astros. The Astros. Asterisks. Mm, the Billy Bean Ball. Oh, my gosh. Bro, they've already been hit like uh, eight, eight times. Eight times. Eight times. And if we want to exaggerate, that's probably a hundred times. Just because of the fact that they're getting hit a lot. Based on ratios, that, that could be a hundred times. I mean, like, I saw the funniest meme, and, <laughs> and I hope I hope that uh, we can get Showstopper to pull We're going to have up. to get Showstopper. We got to get it. But it, you see, like, a cartoon meme of a guy <laughs> walking up to the plate with a bat, and his eyes are all big. Mm-hmm. And they said, the look that you give when you're the first batter, right? Yeah. In the lineup. Right. And you already see a warm-up picture in the, in the bullpen warming up. <laughs> That's because you know That's good. It's, it's about, about to happen. Yeah, it's about oh. to happen. Well, and, he, and this guy knows he's about to get ejected. <laughs> like who has the warm-up picture? That's the, terrible. Before the game even starts, you know the, 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 the warm-up picture is in the bullpen. An- so. Another meme should be you know when your fifth when your fifth war- when your fifth backup pitcher is starting the game. <laughs> you already know. They're coming out. You're like, hmm. They're coming out. This guy was a, a seventh inning <sighs> reliever. Why is he starting? So, so all all funniness aside, let's talk a little bit about this. Do you think that the Astros should expect that you know every other team is going to police baseball coming oh. after them? Oh yeah. Okay. The commissioner's already said, look, if you start if you start being in the Astros, we're going to come after you, right? You're going to get ejected. It's, you know, a couple few games, even yeah. possibly a suspension, so forth and so on. So, I, to be honest with you, yes, uh, policing players, policing the game, yes, that's fine. However, you know, come on, it, it, it can't just be the Astros. Every pitcher out there might as well just start being in people. Hey, I'm telling you, it's going to be the purge on the Astros this year. I'm, and and Major League Baseball is going to do their best in the media's eye to try to police it, and they're going to use the right words in the media. But at the end of the day, they can't stop it. Okay. So what do you think the Astros should do about that? Do you think they should just sit back and take it? You know, that's a good question. Um, it's kind of one of those deals. Of, it's kind of hard to show contrite when uh, – you're constantly getting beamed, right? You know the the good book says turn the other cheek. However, I don't I don't know if um, if the good Lord when he wrote that was assuming that a hundred mile per hour <laughs> rocks are going to be thrown at you and you were supposed to turn the other cheek. So with that being said, do I feel that some retaliation will will come in play? Yes. Do I expect uh, you know some some bench clearing? You know, many brawls happening this year. I think um, so. Yes. Yes. I, I do. I, it's going to be a very interesting season for the Strohs, um, and I do think it's going to go beyond the normal fans booing and saying cheaters and, you know, clapping when they strike out. <laughs> they were booing Correa the other day. He's like, what? I, I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I think it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what our guys are going to have to – you know, stomach through some of this, or you know, they can take the 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 um, mentality of it's us against the world, literally, you know, and figuratively, and um, go out and and play baseball and and do what they need to do. So, I think Bregman's gonna have a hard time with it if it keeps going on. I think he's I think he's probably gonna be the the one that is gonna just loses 
yeah. lose his, his nuts and bolts and just go crazy. He could. I, I, I'm not, you know, Altuve's in a, in a probably, I, I feel, crazier spot only because, you know, he, he was becoming like that that Tim Duncan mm. of the of Major yeah. League Baseball, yeah. right? You know, it was really hard to not like Altuve. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I believe that he was becoming a fan favorite globally uh, in the game, you know, and now that he's been a part of this, which is why it's interesting how Correa comes out and says Bremen and Altuve had nothing to do with it because I think Correa knows that those dudes are sensitive. They yeah. wear their feelings on their sleeves, yeah. and um, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see them kind of, you know, have a couple of outpours. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it, it stinks, but you know what? It would be awesome if the Strohs go out there. I mean, they're already kicking people's butts, right? So they go out there, they play baseball, they kick people's butts. Halfway through the season, people are going to chill out. They're going to be like, look, these guys are the real deal. We're going to play baseball. And hopefully they'll get the pitchers from the other teams. Because, you know, they play each team like a dozen times, right? So they're going to get out there and it's like, look, you know what? It is what it is. We're going we're gonna to play baseball. and. Because they don't want to jeopardize themselves because if they're going to get, if they do beam somebody and they get ejected, I guarantee you the commissioner is going to come in and say, look, dude, you're ejected for the next two weeks. That means you can't pitch for the next two weeks, which could be two cycles. That they well, and, and normally those suspensions only come where a brawl breaks out and a big scuffle happens, right? Right. But just getting ejected for hitting somebody, um, normally that doesn't lead to X number against suspension. So... Uh, it, it's it, not it, normal anymore. No, no, it's not. And, and that's where it's going to be interesting to see what kind of stance the league takes. If the league protects them and basically sets that rule in place yep. of if you beam. But how do you police that? And then in turn, you can't make a special rule for one team and not do it for no, 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 all, no, no. The, all the it, other teams. It, 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 the Yankees are going to get beamed. The A's are going to get beamed. I mean, there, there's everybody knows everybody, everybody knows who's been outed. Who's been doing it? Okay, it's just unfortunately the Astros are the one that got the biggest, you know, hammer on them, right? Well, because the Astros won it all, right? Well, of and, course, and, and that's the thing. Like, yes, you're right. You know, people now are coming out of, you know, saying that this team and this team, but at the end of the day, those teams didn't even finish the job. You know, the Astros right. did. So you're right. Um, in a perfect world, yes, by All Star break, kind of like what you were alluding to. It all stops mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. I just don't know that it will. And you have to remember too with the um, the the interleague games. Mm -hmm. I don't know when they play the Dodgers. Yeah, right. Right. right? That it's going to get interesting mm -hmm. when, when they when they play those guys because you know. Yes, you're right. You'll play. You know, everyone in in your respective league a dozen times. So right. the Astros will play. You know, a lot of the guys in the America League, after a while, okay, we, we got them enough. Let's move on. Yeah. But we'll be interested to see when they cross over to the National yeah, League. Right, right. When, when it's just a three-game series. Now, maybe the Dodgers are not on the schedule and they don't have to worry about it. But if they are, yeah. that is must-see TV. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, good. So, any more on the Strohs? No. Stay no, tuned no. to see what happens. Spring no. training is going to – Go right, roll right on into the regular season, and you know what? I'm still going to go watch the Astros play. I, I think a lot of people are going to watch. Absolutely, I'm going to be you out know, there in left field going. Woo! It's going to be drama, yeah, a lot of right. drama, and people <laughs> like drama, and drama sales. That's right. So they should make a lot of money on their TV network deal. Some drama for your llama mama. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, they just roll okay, off your that, tongue it, like it, you it had did. that. You had <clears> that teed up. I, I, 
Kind of. Kind of. All right. So, um, so Astros, we'll, well, I'm sure we'll continue to talk about that through the weeks. But um, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back. And then we'll talk a little bit of, let, let's watch the video. Let's watch the video. Okay, but, but we're coming back out of the break. What are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about uh, the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks, okay. Yes. Well, we can't leave our fans I was going to come back to that, but I wanted to you know, make sure you were cool. Let's watch the video. Of course. Okay, so with video, which you're going to love, and then we're going to talk about Roughnecks. Okay. XFL. Love it. Sweet. Be right back. Want to know where the best spots to dine and relax in the woodlands are? Or what's happening in your favorite fandom? From taste buds to the kingdom of geekdom, Woodlands Online has you covered. Woodlands Online, the place for local takes. Sports fans, we are back. back. Mick and Brew, weekly fallout, sports talk. And um, we're going to show you the video that we were talking about before we get into Roughnecks of XFL. Oh, man. So I sent this to Jay earlier. Actually, I think I sent this on, I think I forwarded it to you on on. Facebook or something. Yes, yes. So anyway, yes, so me too. there's this kid from North Central College. He's the guard, Blaze Meredith, and this dude's got some. He's got some ups. Yeah. He can, he must have those spongy things in his shoes. That you ever see that commercial where the guy bends a shoe and it's like boing and over the goal? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he must have those in his shoes, or either that, or this dude can just jump. A lot of guys. So we're gonna the we're gonna watch this man. video, and y'all are gonna watch it with us. So. This kid comes down, fast breaking down the lane, right? And Ooh. oh, oh, so I mean, you talk about a kiss of the rose. <laughs> oh man! Slow motion, he jumps up, oh. blocks it, oh. oh, oh, and then you know his oh, head man. hits that hard floor too. Right? Oh man, mm, that's just that's just painful. Pain, oh. That hurt. That hurts me to it, see. It does. It. I mean, it hurts me to see it. Oh, and then he's like seeing little birdies circling his head, like yeah. You know? No, no. Oh, here I, comes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It hurts. <laughs> that's almost as bad. Oh, look, he got up, walked off. Yes, that's good. I'm, I'm glad the young man is okay. But oh, that's almost. That's almost like like the Thiesman leg break. Mm-hmm. Almost. Mm-hmm. That hurts just to see it. Well, I don't know if it's that bad. The, the Thiesman one. That's. That's a little bit more cringy because we will, saw broke bones. Uh, yeah, you're right. But I will say, when he when he hit that, if um, if his head would have hit the rim, he would have probably flipped even more and could have done even more damage to him. So I'm glad he kissed the backboard. Yeah, but uh, oof, oof, yeah, oof, that hurts. you know, and these guys they it's it's tough. That's a that's a that's a tough thing. You know, I mean, the kids mm-hmm. hustling, trying to stop a kid for getting the wide open layup and. Mm-mm-mm. For whatever reason, he just kind of lost. Uh, I guess <clears throat> where he was on the court. He was. He was. And, he was uh, playing. He was playing. That, that cringes. It hurts my whole face. I know to see that. I know. I know. It hurts my whole face too. All right. All right. Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Now, guys that have helmets on that can protect their faces <laughs> from jumping on Batman. Oh my gosh. So what do we have? We have um, the Houston Roughnecks that are three and zero. We're the best team in the league. In dog. the league. In no, the league. Nobody else touching us right now. In S- XFL Nation. We're yes. number one. Number one. I think we're number one in power rankings if they existed. In players' stats, we're number one. We got we're three and zero. I know. I mean, I don't know if anyone else is three and zero. Me pull up. Nobody else is three and zero. Nobody else is three and zero. We're the only one. And I mean, I'm. We're the only one. Great game in, in Tampa. I know last week I made a mistake. I thought we were in Seattle. We were actually in Tampa. That's right. Uh, last That's week right. in Tampa against the Vipers. I know they're zero and three now, but hey. You know, they were at home. The yes. crowd was 
semi-crazy yes. in that game, and, yes. and we pulled out a nice yes. uh, three-point victory. Yes, we did. Yes, to, we did. To keep this magical that a, run going. That was a good game, too. It was. It was. I was it getting was. a little nervous, actually, to be honest with you. So, I mean, we have, uh, out of the whole league, we have the number one quarterback. Yep. We have the number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We have the um, uh, top five, two of the top five tacklers. One of the top five sack leaders. Um, we're, we're, we're dominating. Yes. Dominating. Yes. And I love yes. it. And I love yes. It. So, yes. just to give you an idea, um, P.J. Walker uh, rushed for 34 yards, but he threw for 306 yards. Wow. 306 yards. And another hat trick. Three, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Two. And look at the – well, go ahead. Cam Phillips. Yeah, no, that's his, his number one guy. Bro. Yeah. I mean, there it, might as well not be another season. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm kidding. I, I, yeah, I'm kidding. of course, you know, but I mean, but, you know, Lewis got nine targets. Yes, he did. Uh, so he actually was second in targets, and he didn't do bad. Six mm-hmm. was forty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, I like how they spread it out. Obviously, this is a passing league more than uh, running. So. Yes, but I mean, but look, but look at this his pass percentages. I mean, twenty-four for thirty-six. I know. Um, it's crazy. That's a that's a great. In my opinion, based off of weather set up, that's a really good completion percentage. It's it's fantastic. You know, it's fantastic. Some people might poo poo on sixty seven percent, but I I don't know. It's a more faster paced game, yeah. and a yeah. lot's going on. These guys are not, you know, as a team, you know, they they don't really have the cohesiveness mm-hmm. as if they've been playing together for years and mm-hmm. years. Right, right, right. This is all brand new, and and what you know, the Roughnecks have been putting together. Has been astonishing, in my opinion. I will say that this is has been very enjoyable football to watch. Mm-hmm. It, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's fast, like you said. It's high tempo. Um, it, it's just it's interesting to watch. Even Bill O'Brien said this week in his uh, his media interview yeah. when they were talking to him his press conference mm-hmm. that he actually enjoys watching the Roughnecks play. There you have it. You know, he's scouting, though, right? I mean, if the head coach and the GM of the Texans says that it's great football, then right. it must be great football. 610 says they call him William O'Brien when he's talking about the GM and oh. Bill when he is the coach. I like that. So, William approved <laughs> of, of the uh, yes. Houston Rough Yes, yes. So, yes. so, we'll talk about that later. Yes. But anyway. But, yes, no, I think it's great, man. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, the XCFL – XFL, excuse me, uh, heads, you know, starting with Vince McMahon and, and his team. Mm-hmm. The fact that they have three years worth of funding mm-hmm. is already put into this, yep. right, which is before it was kind of a week-by-week week basis. Yep. The fact that you have, you know, the mothership, ESPN, Fox, you know, Fox all yep. buying into it, and all the games are shown. And that's the beauty thing about only having eight teams because – and that just goes back to just the genius of – the remake. Yeah. We're watching NFL in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's the best round of football when mm-hmm. you get to the quarters. Right, right. When you have eight teams left. So the fact that they all had their own time slots, there's never any two games right. playing at right. once, and you're able to jump to different networks yes. to, to watch yes. two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. I mean, it's a perfect format to garner interest, and as the league expands, as I'm expecting it to do right, yep. for years and years, it's yep. just going to be a, a good thing. And uh, they couldn't have picked a better guy to run it in all over a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy's got huge passion for the game. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And so it's just exciting that he gets to, you know, I would, I would not be, um, I, I, I think I can almost foreshadow um, Andrew coming up and doing something in the XFL. Well, he could. He could. You he could. Know. You never know. However, but getting back to, you know, the Roughnecks. Yes. 3-0, and you know, it's, it, we can't really break down the teams and break down if it's not a yet. good win, not bad yet. win. Right. I mean, right. we only can go right. off records. Right. At the end of the day, Tampa Bay is now 0-3. However, uh, it was still, uh, in my opinion, a good road game. Can I say something about Tampa Bay? I would love for you to say something so about Tampa So, last Bay. week when we talked about the Roughnecks, I said Tampa Bay was, was poo-poo. Mm-hmm. And they came out and played this week. I think they have a very interesting setup with Cornelius and Flowers, two totally different quarterbacks. And and sometimes, and on, on occasion, when they'd have both of them in the game, you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I'm still waiting for the double pass. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Love that play. Anyway, so um, still waiting on the double pass. Um, but it, it's coming. I know it's coming. Um, great stats on the defensive side. Great, just just. Good, good football. Yes. I was actually very pleased to have watched that game. You know, um, Cornelius had had 193 yards, and um, you know had about 52 percent completion. Uh, so he didn't do a bad job, and he actually used those big old long legs. I think he's like six seven or something. Yeah, like dude's tall. And then you get flowers to come in there, and he just he tears it up too. Right. But that was fun game. To it, watch. Will, it will. And, and you know, hey, but this week. Like I said, you know, based off of just records. Yep. Uh, we got a tough one against the Ooh, the, the, the Renegades. They, up north. Renegades we're are going two up and north, one. and this is our first road game too. Well, it's our second road game. We oh. were just on the road. Oh, that's right. Tampa oh, Bay. that's right. We were in. We had our first two right. games right. at home, <laughs> and now we got our next two games. Uh, right. Well, rather two games on the road. They've already completed right. one with that's Tampa right. Bay, and and the now Renegades. we got to go against the Renegades. Uh, <sighs> you know, that's Landry Jones. Landry. Landry, mm. hey, and then there's that 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 Houston Dallas rivalry I know. coming coming out. I know coming out in a way, you know, big way. You know, the one thing when you look at um, when you go to XFL and you look at all the stats and all that kind of stuff, they show you the playlist. Isn't that interesting? So when you go to the playlist, you can see that when they scored this touchdown, it was on. They ran this play, you know, shotgun, T coordinators, passes to incomplete, blah, 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 blah. You know, they, they show you all the plays and what they did, and it's actually very interesting. Um, so they describe all that to you. NFL doesn't do that. Well, anyway. no, no, they don't. But And also, you know, but it's watching the game and hearing <laughs> the know. play call. And, 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 I, and that's the other thing, you know, to just get back to talking about the league and just the setup and the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. I love hearing the D coordinators and the yes, coordinators like talking to I the do. mics of the helmets. Yep. I love hearing the referees when they huddle up and they're talking to each other. I like the replay and, guy. And, and all that. I mean, like that's giving us another element that you don't get in yep. the NFL. Like we don't hear what's going on in the QB helmets or the middle linebacker right. helmets. Right. We, we dang sure don't hear the – Referees when they huddle up and they're talking about their calls is is such it, it gives the fan just a deeper layer of what's going on on the field, you know. And, and I, I'm I am I'm just I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I really am. I love to watch the replay guy as he's watching it on film and he's explaining it to mm-hmm. the ref down on the mm-hmm. field and he's toggling his mouse yeah. right and it's back and forth back and forth. He's like, yeah, no, he, he didn't cross the line. Nope, that's going to be on the one-yard line. You're like, and you're listening to that happen Correct. right then Correct. and there. And then he's awesome. telling the referee what, what's going to happen. Right. No, right. no, you're right. I love, um, it. I love I, it. Oh, I do too. I do too. <laughs> but, you know, hey, 
Going up north. Yes. Going up north. Another rivalry yes. is, is being formed. I mean, yes. just another Dallas, Houston. Whew. It's going to be good. And, you know, the, the Renegades, the Renegades think they got something they, for they, us. Yeah, you they know, think Bob, so. Bob Stoops. They, yeah. Uh, head coach, great head coach. Know. You know, know. Landry. Um, you know, those guys are going to be red. I, I just hope that, you know, our, our boys – come out victorious because we need the bragging rights. That's right. Because we need the Texas bragging rights. Well, we, well, we need it. Yeah. It's one of those deals. I That's mean, right. just like how we say we're renting, I mean, we're we're uh, roughneck fans. Right. In Dallas, you know, that they're renegade fans. <laughs> well, we're going to see what happens. Let, but I, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the stats. So, like, P.J. Walker is leading the league in uh, as the QB, 748 yards, 10 TDs. The next best QB... Is, Which, by the way, only one pick. Uh, that, Throw that yeah, out. Thank you. Great call. Thank you. The next most TDs in the league is Brandon Silvers for Seattle, mm-hmm. and he's got six. Yeah, with four picks. Four picks. Yes. Yes. Not a good ratio. No. And you see the QB rates. I mean, no. even with the six, he's at 73.3, yeah. whereas Walker, right, which yep. is also leading in this at 112. That's a QB right. That's impressive. Look at Landry Jones. He faux for faux. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns, four interceptions. Yep. Not a good ratio. No, not. not. <laughs> Especially for a guy that, that actually have played in the NFL. I know. We know Walker was in the NFL, but being in the NFL right. and playing in the NFL are two yes. different things. Two different things. Two different so, things. So then you have, just real quick, and mm-hmm. we're going to go through this kind of quick. Then you have your rushing leaders. So Matt Jones for Seattle. He has 52 carries for 224 yards. Now, James Butler, mind you, the Roughnecks are a passing team. Correct. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. Here's proof. James Butler has run it 23 times for 130 yards, and he's averaging 5.7 yards a carry. So, Matt Jones, the leading rusher, 52 times. James Butler, 23 times. Yep, 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 yep. And half the yards, half the attempts, right? Correct. Half of the attempts, but yet, you know, looking at um, at Butler, I mean, he is, you know, 90-some yards less. But he actually has a higher average. Right. Right. right you know, right. 6.2. And, you know, Matt Jones is doing all this, getting all this work. He only got one TD. Right. I'm not that impressed with that. No. Uh, and then look at P.J. Walker making uh, the list. Uh, he, you know what? He's, making the he's top, in the top 10. 12. Oh, this he's, 12? It's 12. Okay. He's in the top is, is 12. Is he 12? He's 12. Okay. I mean, our QB. He's the 12th best running back hey. in the league. I'll I, take it. You know, I'll, I'll take, take it all too. I, I think that um, our GM and head coach made the right call. <laughs> That's so awesome. Starting him. Yeah, Connor Cook so would awesome. not be on that list for no. the rushing. No, no, absolutely we not. We know that for sure. Absolutely not. And then we have the oh. best receiver in the league. 324 total yards, seven TDs. Yes. This dude's got seven TDs. 20 catches, you know. And, and even though he's tied with the catches with, uh, you know, was it Nelson Spruce out yep. at with L.A. Waka waka Wildcats. <laughs> you know, uh, you know he, he is oh, about 80 yards, yep. 90 yards less yep. than him. But only got two TDs. Only two TDs. Only two. Ain't nobody's got even close to as many as Cam Phillips. No. No, and look at that. We got another guy on the list. We have another Houston receiver. We sure we, do. Who uh, is that? Khalil, Khalil Lewis. Khalil Lewis, that's right. 15 catches, 136. 136 yards. I mean, how cool is that to have two receivers uh, in the top 10? That, man, you can't beat it. You cannot. You can't beat it. You can't. Nobody else has that. And Nick Holly, he's in the t- he's number he's number uh, 18. Look at that. So now we got three. We got our outside guys on our slot. Houston Love is it. dominating these 
these historic the, records. Yes, yes. And then in the top five tacklers, we've got uh, Beniquez Brown. He's yep. got 20 tackles. One of and, the best linebackers in XFL. Uh, that's right. And mind you, um, Steven Johnson, who's a linebacker for Seattle, who just, he's, he's killing it right now. He is, dude, this dude can play ball. He's got 32 tackles. And then it's 23, 21, 20, 20, 20. So, it, and we actually have two linebackers. We have two, yes, we sure do. Yep. We have uh, DeMarquis Gates. You see that? Number I mean, two, he's got 20 tackles, too. Houston, and then we got and our nope. safety. Cody, Cody Brown, Brown. Normally, 19 tackles. Normally you don't like your safeties being in there, but because it is a passing lead. Aging Harris, you know, 18 tackles, another cornerback. Well, and your secondary guys normally mm. in, in NFL, that's not really a great highlight. Right. However, in a predominantly passing league, that's actually good to be on that list. Top four sack leaders, we've got two of them. Yep. Carl Bradford and uh, Latroy Lewis. Yes. Love yes, it. Yes. So I'm excited to be a Roughnecks fan. And they brother. both got 20 t- sacks of piece. I know. I know. I'm getting you a t shirt. I'm going to okay. get you a t shirt. All right. I like it. We're going to have t shirts. I love it. I love it. Look at that. Interception leaders, we got two in the top six uh, uh, Dietrich Nicholas and uh, Kayleen Burnett. Or Nichols. Ni- yep. Nichols, yeah. Yep, thank Nichols. You. Yep, yep. Thank you. Man, I'll tell you a story about a guy named Nichols. When I was in junior high, we won. We won um, two championships in a row, sixth and seventh grade. Okay. Our running back was Curtis Nichols. That guy ran like Eric Dickerson. Oh, is that the same Nichols? No. Oh, but that, dude, that, that name run. that name reminded you Nichols, Curtis Nichols. Curtis that dude Nichols could run. Okay. Mm, love playing with that guy. All right. Anyway, so long story. That, yeah. That's old sports. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Before all so, football. Uh, this week we play Dallas Renegades, March one, three o'clock p.m. Don't miss it. Watch it. It's going to be a great game. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited wait. for it. I hope we come out 4 0. That's right. That's right. Okay, so we're going to take a real quick break. Then we're going to come back with just brief Texans stuff. Okay. Texans? Yeah. We're going to talk some Texans? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Little bit. And then we're going to jump into the combine. All right. And then we're going to jump into the Rockets and then we're going to wrap it up. I love it. Sweet. All be right, right back. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, get rid of that. Now about the air of Venezi commercial. Of an oh yeah, Venezi <laughs> or or he's uh, a is he a lawyer? No, he's I don't know. He does that like real estate or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercial real Vince estate. Vince Venezi. Yeah, I got you. You can't go anywhere without picking Venezi. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. Okay, so um, where did my <clears throat> yeah Texans going to be very short. Wait, what are you? What are we talking about? Oh, the Bill O'Brien. The Bill, yeah. Giving up the butt. We should just lay it off at that since it's so little. Oh well, it's too late now. Well, we're gonna. T- it's gonna be really short, and then we're gonna go right now. We're gonna jump into it. Just two little quick announcements. We're going right now. The what are we talking about? The combine. Oh yeah, NFL. CD Lamb, uh, Henry yeah, Ruggs, winners and losers of the combine. Okay, and then we'll talk a little of the draft picks and where we think, and then I want to talk about Joe Burrow. Give a little, get your input on on him. Yeah, and we got. I want to do a little little couple of highlights of just the combine. Yes, as well. I, yes. I got one little thing I want to just mention. So let's okay. let's roll with let's the, roll let's roll with the quick one liners. Yep, and then we can jump to the quarterbacks. Okay, good. Okay. All right, perfect. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. All right. <sighs> okay, we're back. We are back. Weekly fallout with Mick and Brew. That's Mick on Brew. We're gonna fall it out right here. So everything that fell out from the prior. The side of the week, since this is later in the week, that's what we're falling out on you. Okay, we like doing this. We do. The suits like us. Too. The suits love us. So exactly. let's talk. Let's, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, I just said we're we're back again for another week. That's it. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you with the tears. The oh, tears no. <laughs> no, just throw, show my thumbs up. Show oh, there you go. There you go. You, anyway, so we're going to talk very little Texans because we have so much more to talk about the Texans as the weeks come and things like that and who's going to get paid and yeah. so forth and so on. Yeah. Is Deshaun going to go for the big money? Of course. Yeah. Is, is Are we going to be able to keep some of the guys that we have? Um, Laramie Tunsil, what's going to happen? I mean, we own him for a couple years, but still, he's right. going to want more money. Right. You know, whatever. Right. So the big thing is, are those two first-round draft picks that we gave up and other draft ra- draft picks that we gave up, are, are they going to come to fruition when it comes to the actual draft in right. April, right? So right. we'll see. But let's talk real quick. Bill O'Brien. Mm. I love Will, it. William O'Brien. The thank GM. You, thank you, 610 Sports Talk. William O'Brien, the GM, has advised Bill O'Brien, the coach, to relinquish some of the reins. Okay. Hand them over to Tim Kelly. I love it. Call the plays, Tim. Here's my play card, Tim. And Tim's going to say, I don't want your stinking play card. I got my own play. That's right. But I, I've been on the whiteboard. I've been drawing them up, Coach. Yes. I know what we need. And he's going to stay the quarterback's coach, too. Yeah, that's great. Which Deshaun is going to love Yes. That. I mean, Scott, this is like Christmas in February for me. Because I have been wishing. <laughs> I love it. And praying that he would relinquish. Me, too. I was like, please, somebody get in this man's head and yeah. get him to, to be a true head coach. And you know what? The good Lord answered your prayers. He did. This week. He did, and he, it kind of slipped out in the press in the press conference. I love it. Yeah, I know. I that love was it. Awesome. But I'm, I'm so glad that he's relinquishing that. Yes. You know he, he, you know, being having to have split personalities. I'm William by day, I'm Bill by <laughs> night. Like it's just, it's a lot going on with him. And then of course he wants to be the play caller. So I'm I'm glad that he relinquished that OC duty to somewhere else now. He can focus on the GM role yes. as well as just being a true yes. head coach. Yes. Putting your sprinkle on on, on all uh, facets of the game. So yep. yep. I'm really, really happy about that. Me too. Me too. Good day for the Texans. I agree. Fully agree or with good that. week. Yes. Great week for the Texans. And then, of course, um, we already knew Anthony Weaver taking over for uh, Romeo. Uh, and and that's he's going to run the defense, yeah. and I'm, he's got some exciting things that he's going to bring to the defense. Now, mind you, he's inheriting a defense that is a little lacking on players that are melded together. Yes, you know? yes. So I know injuries had some part to do with that. I yeah. know you know we had you know Jonathan Joseph out for a while, uh, uh, but Clowney. We, just, oh, we, just, well, we, let, we can't we, even talk. Don't even say that. We just let him go. That, you, you, you can't even speak his name anymore mm, because it still hurts. It's so hard. Let's say goodbye. You gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. Javelin, throw it, give it away. So anyway, <laughs> gone. Um, but we still there's some good positive things that are happening. You know, there's still some people we're gonna have to pay. And we're going to have to find some people to yeah. come in, especially at the corner position. Can J.J. play a whole season? I sure hope so. At least, at least a couple more. <laughs> that, at least a couple more. That was the last time he played a whole season. That should have been our lead-off Two question. years ago. Okay. Two years ago. All, all the games. Yep. Okay. Well, we need that. Uh, we do need that. I know J.J. is great for the city, but we need J.J. to be playing. Yes. And less doing commercials. On the gridiron. We need him on the gridiron yes. and off the TV. Correct. On, only on the TV when he's on the gridiron. Correct. Yes, I like that comment. Yes, that's a yes. good comment. But yeah, but but hopefully our new DC can 
you know, whatever he decides to create, it fits the mold yep. of the players that he does have. And did you know he played for the Texans? I did and not know that. He sure did. Sure did. Did not know that. Sure did. I'm sure if I went home and thought about it three hours from now, I'd be like, I did know that. Yeah, you would have been like, oh, thanks, Google. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we got those two things out of the way. That's really all. I, that's the news this week. That Correct. Happened. There's yeah. really nothing else to report on. Correct. But now we can talk a little combine. We are going to talk combine, bro. Just to kind of spit out, just the highlight that I saw. I would love for you to spit uh, out a 360 pound mm. offensive tackle. <laughs> okay. Had a Is combine. That this dude we're watching out here? He had the combine buzzing. Yes. Listen to this. This dude ran a 5.1. 40. I thought it was a 5-0. No, 5-0 oh was the unofficial time. Oh, that, okay. They made okay. it official. Uh, Makahi Beckton. Holy moly. Wow. Um, that's a lot, a lot, a lot of moving. Yes. A lot of moving for a big fella. Yes. Big fella. I yes. Mean, 364 pounds. He is six inch, six feet, seven and three-eighths inches oh in height. Oh, my gosh. That's a big dude. And the official time was a 5 point. Excuse me, a five point one zero on the clock. Oh my gosh, we hadn't seen that in a long time. Now, of course, uh, uh, Poe, uh, former you know, University of Memphis nose tackle, at that time had been the fastest as the bigs. He ran a four point nine eight forty in the two thousand twelve combine, yeah, yeah. laying in at three forty six. So that's you know basically <sighs> twenty pounds lighter. Than, oh. than than the big fella running at five point one. So and then Tristan Wirfs. Uh, six four, uh, he's six five. Let's just say, three hundred twenty pounds, twenty four on the bench press. Yeah, that's impressive. Man. Yeah, and yeah. then he had like a wait. His vertical was like thirty six inches. Yeah, I mean, dude, this dude weighs three hundred twenty mm-hmm. pounds, and he jumped like thirty six right. inches. That's that's ridiculous. That's the difference, man. You know, you know what that is? What is this guy? That's these dudes when they're kids. So if you if you got your kids in football and 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 you want them to play to their highest potential, you cannot tell me that these guys were not at strength strength and agility training as kids, strength and agility training during the summer, strength and agility training during you know on the off season. These dudes were doing it all the time. Yeah. All the here's your dude, yeah, Mikael Beckton. Yeah, yeah. Dude, six yeah. seven three eight. He might as well be six eight. Yeah, three hundred sixty four I mean, pounds, and he's about to light it up. Big fella. We're gonna. We're, if you're watching, you're yes. gonna watch this. If you I haven't mean, seen, him, look at that. Jump, 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 Big man moving. You do not want moving. that train coming out. No. You. But here's my question for you, Jay. Does it matter that your offensive tackle can run a five oh forty? Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, reason being is that with offensive linemen. Um, and, and I'm actually doing it with our ponds, right? With the lower levels of my 12 view. This you know, is why I asked you the get, question. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, we, we're we real big on pulling yes, our, our, our linemen. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know, some teams will have that offensive lineman pull and they'll just kick out the defensive end. But now you can actually have these guys going around yes. and going downfield, hitting the linebacker, potentially getting to a safety. And if you can move that fast – you're not slowing the running back down mm-hmm. coming out of the backfield. So, yes, and I, I believe that this man um, just earned himself a few more million uh, oh my dollars gosh. Yes. that's going to be put in yes. his bank account here yes. uh, within the next uh, few months <laughs> because I, I feel that he's increased his draft pick based off of that. And, and that's where the, the combine comes into play. I agree. Right? You know, you don't have to play for these big-time programs to – 
you know, get drafted and actually, you know, make a mark uh, in, in the <laughs> in the NFL. I agree. And so I, I'm going to be and it'd be interested to see, you know, how how many draft picks uh, Mel Kiper has now moved that young man mm-hmm. up, up his board based off of that forty term. And and I'm, not only that, but the neat thing about what these guys are doing, prime example, watch. XFL games this weekend and moving forward. You're going to see more times than not nowadays, and the NFL does it some, right? But in the XFL, they like that sweep. They like pulling that mm-hmm. guard or that tackle. Mm-hmm. And that dude's he's way past the hash marks. He's out there lead blocking yep. against corners. Yep. Right? So that, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Great answer to the question, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, moving on. So <laughs> that's why my that's why my zero is that's bigger right. on my play, paycheck than your zero. Um, not last week, it wasn't. Um, that's true. You brought it last week. So so this week or today, um, or I want to talk about a, a local uh, quasi mention to a kid that grew up around here. Yes, on the south side of town. Yes, right. Yes, west side, west mm-hmm. west south side, southwest side. Um, C D Lamb. If you watch any of the combine, this is the only thing you needed to see. Well, we need to watch that forty that we just saw with well, the big fella. That's true. But that's then true. we also need to see this that's amazing true. catch. So you're going to see this a local product by a local product. So C D Lamb, C E E D E E Lamb. Um, <laughs> I like that. Um, so he makes this awesome, awesome catch, and we're going to watch it right here. And you're going to, if you're watching this on Woodlands Online, you're going to watch this right now. So C D Lamb three sixty. He literally goes like two and a half feet, three feet up in the air, mm-hmm. reaches full extension, arms out. I, it was one of the, if he would have caught it one handed, that would have been even cooler. But he did catch it with two hands, which makes it even tougher to do, right? Right. But he goes up and grabs that thing three sixty. If there was a basket there for him to slam dunk in, he probably could have slam dunked it. It was awesome. Oh, which he can dunk. He can dunk. dunk. Yes. And there's other uh, efforts to that, too. Yes. We can see that on another video. And and CD, great kid. You know, and I actually um, had the privilege to meet with his former youth football coach. That's uh, right. This past weekend, uh, John Jackson uh, is currently the president of the the big league. Mm -hmm. uh, Same league that uh, our our South County Pines uh, play in. And participate. Um, him and I, it's crazy, you know, because before this even happened, we had a good conversation about C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. And he talked to me about how they molded the young man and how he had been coaching him since he was like seven, eight years old and That's how awesome. he came all the way up. But they told me that he was special, even at that young age. And they knew that if he kept his head on straight, he would turn into something. So it's just, you know, kind of cool to see this thing come full circle you know, for for this kid, you know, even when LSU and, and Oklahoma played each other in the national semifinal game, Fort Bend Express had a kid on LSU sideline. You know, as we we're you know watching CD, you know, making a nasty dunk, just you know, athleticism left and right. But you know, former players on both yeah. sides of the ball going to major programs. So I'm not shocked to see you know what CD is doing yeah. and. It's kind of cool that you know he still stays in touch with John Jackson, and I'm, I'm, cool. I'm sure I'm sure that John was one of the first people he reached out to when he was like, "Go watch the comment." Sure, sure, absolutely. Go watch this catch I made. That's coach. awesome. That's awesome. So, um, more a little bit more on the combine. Um, so, CD, good luck in the draft. I hope yeah. I hope you go. Um, <laughs> I hope you go in the second round to the Texans, uh, which would keep you home. We don't need another receiver here, bro. We got too many receivers. I, I'm, I'm, we need a lot of things, but we do need a cornerback. 
I don't know about overseas. It'll be great, but then we got to let Will Fuller go, which I'm not saying that's not a bad thing. No, we'll let Kiki QT go. Yeah, but that's... Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another subject later. So uh, one more thing. Uh, Henry Ruggs third Alabama wide receiver, um, runs fastest combine this year. Yep. 44.28. Dude, that's moving. Moving. That's like... Moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what those guys get paid to do. Uh, that's exactly what they get paid to do. And run. That's right. And then um, if you look him up, if you look up Henry Ruggs at third, you can see a basketball clip of him. And he steals the ball, takes it to half court. It's like he jumps up, windmills with one hand, and just puts it down it. into the hoop. And it's like the guy is like Swiss Army knife for any sport you want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. Um, anything else you want to share about? Well, no, oh, just, oh, quarterbacks. Well, just, just real quick. Yeah, we, and, you know, I know we're short on time, but, you know, okay. I just kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, how it was cool seeing the quarterbacks throw. Like, you know, Jalen Hurts had a, yes. had a great, great uh, combine, which a little bit, I don't know if shocking is the right word, but I'm just going to use it anyway. <laughs> Because, you know, we all know about Jalen Hurts. Kid, mm-hmm. he goes to Alabama, wins a national championship, loses his spot to two of the very next mm-hmm. year. Goes to Oklahoma, starts off great halfway through the year, kind of tails off, or tapers off rather, towards the end. And then, you know, unfortunately didn't have a great performance when they played against, you know, LSU, the right. eventual well, national champs. Yeah. However, he needed a better performance in my opinion. Um, and But he had a great combine. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know that combine – Takes him from a fifth or sixth round pick to a second round. I highly doubt it, but he was a kid that that was very impressive. Um, you know, obviously you had the big boy out of Oregon, right? Because a lot of big arms. Yes, a lot of big yes, arms yes, were, yes. Were, were shown. I mean, you know, two were obviously still recovering. Yes, from, you know, from, from his got a, a clean bill of health. By correct, his correct. And to a you know, everybody knows he's a gamer. We got plenty of film sure. on him. Burrow, same thing. Plenty of film. We already know Burrow. Burrow's going to be one. Everybody's projecting two to be two um, to the point to where the Redskins are in a great spot because they're two in the draft currently. Sure. But they don't need a quarterback. So, right. you know, the Redskins could trade back, get a couple of pieces for that trade pick, and we can see. However, from what I'm hearing, and it's rumored that, and I'll, I'll pass the, the torch over to you, Scotty. You talk a little bit about this, but I'm hearing that the number three quarterback was not from one of the big boys. Go ahead. It, it was it was the kid out of Utah State. Yep, yep. So. Um, and he did have a good combine. Um, matter of fact, and, and we can talk more about where people are going to be in the draft next month when we get closer to the draft. But I, I want to talk about um, Joe Burrow. You want my personal opinion? Okay. I think he's overrated. Whoa. I think he's wow. overrated. Don't mind now, wow. LSU, LSU Tiger fans. Don't get me wrong. I know you're going to yell at me. Here's the thing: he had phenomenal receivers. He had a phenomenal O line. He had a really good team of running backs, uh, and, and and he had a lot, a lot, a lot of weapons. Man, he gets drafted by the Bengals. And it's going to be two, three years before anything even happens with that team. That's if anything happens at all. So I'm just going number one to the Bengals. I know they need a quarterback. There's no doubt about that. But man, I just I don't think him getting into getting him into the um, NFL and him 
being a part of that, I, I'm I'm just I'm not so I'm I'm skeptical about it. Let's put it that way. Okay, okay, and you know you you have a right to your opinion. Of course, um, I think your opinion is crazy town. <laughs> just because I feel that oh you my know gosh. that you know like you, you overrated. That's a strong word. It's a strong word. It's a strong I, feeling. And I I, I I highly disagree with you on that. You know, he's not Jamarcus Russell. He's not Ken Dorsey, where you look to your left and you got Reggie Rain. You look to your right, you got Santana Moss. You got Shockey at tight end. You got <laughs> Willis McGahee at running back. You know, <laughs> Kellen Winslow Jr. at the other tight end. And then Dorsey looked great. Yes, did he have a good receiving core? Yes. Did he have good running backs? Yes. But, however... LSU's always had that, but the one piece they've never had was a quarterback. I, I'm with you on that. And I'm with what you on he that. did at Alabama, and then to continue that train going. How many times have we seen guys go upset Alabama? You know, we can go to Johnny Manziel, for example. Sure. And then the very next week, they don't do anything. Oh, where's Johnny Manziel? That's my point. So what I'm saying is that for Joe Burrow to go up to your Longhorn Stadium, and that was week two when y'all were still feeling good. With the we're back well, I officially, that up, man. because I had to remind you, <laughs> I got to I have to remind you. Got to bring me back to earth, right? Yes, I got to bring you back to earth. You know, and and what he did, you know, up in up in Austin, right? Not an easy environment when y'all are feeling good. It was crazy. It yeah. was a night game. Okay, okay. You know what he did at Bama, what he did, you know, and I know Oklahoma was not known for their defense, but still coming into that national semifinal game, he left no doubt on that field. And then to top it off, to beat the great Clemson. I, I, I know. The same Clemson that has, has also won a couple of national championships it. the past five years. I mean, this kid mm. has done nothing but impress. I get and it. And so, if you're going to judge his overrated based off of him not having a great season in Cincinnati, well, you can't put that all on him. I, I, I am not because normally, judging. Well, but what normally, I am doing is I am just stating my opinion. And my opinion is that as good as everybody thinks he is, I think he is going to struggle in the NFL. Okay, so then who do you think is the best quarterback in the draft? If he's I, overrated, then who do you, you think know, is the I, number I, one QB? I, I don't know. As far as QBs coming out of college, he he is he's going to be picked number one. We know that. We but, know that. But who do you think? Is, 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 I don't care about any other GM. If Scott Brood is a GM with the number one pick, you're telling me you're not picking Burrow? Because then you're going to end up contradicting yourself if you're – Saying that he's overrated, but then you're gonna still pick him. So, no, then, so I, who would you roll with? I'd, I'd pick Tua. So you'd pick Tua number would, one would, over Burrow. I wow, I would. I think I can do more with him. Wow, I think I can do more with Tua. Okay, and, and that's even with the hip issue, okay. then, which is not an issue anymore. Okay, that's just me. Hey, guess what? A lot, a lot of teams thought that too when they took when the Chargers took Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. <laughs> Oh my um, gosh! That, hey, you know what? Only time will tell, my brother. Only time will tell. So we're gonna see. Only time. So we'll, we'll agree to disagree. That sounds good to me. All right. Okay. I'll end up being right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on. Um, let's just, you want to move right on? Well, let's take a little break. Let's take a little break. Yeah, we'll, be a right, we'll be right back. Woodlands Online is committed to serving our local community. From news and events coverage to shows and blogs, everything we do is hyper-local. Woodlands Online. By the Woodlands. For the Woodlands. All right, we're back. We are back. Mick and Brew with the fallout. All right, we're going to wrap this. Well, we're not quite wrapping it up. We're going to talk about rockets. Yeah, a little rockets. Rockets. Rock. Hey, small ball. 
Small balls. Small balls. They're like the baby Johns. It's like the little Johns. You've seen that movie, the little Johns. Of course. Right? Of course. You know, hey, those little dudes came out and played. Don't be they talking did. about my mama. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. Russell Westbrook. So, yeah, that's why we get so <laughs> Don't animated. be talking about my mama. Russ, we didn't say nothing about oh, your mom. Come on, Russ. It's Jeez. cool, man. Just chill. Just chill. However, yes, um, very, very, I mean, I'm interested. Right now, they are three and zero since yeah. since the All Star break. Five and zero before the so five and zero last five games. Okay, but three and zero since the All Star. But last we talked, we confirmed that we needed to see because they officially made the transition move. Basically, admits I know they started it before. I know the trade deadline, all that sky. <laughs> but I'm talking about when when they went and signed Jeff Green. Yes. Right, and um, and and uh, Demarcus Carroll. Right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. That's when they officially were like, we're going all small. Because I thought right. that they were going to use those two additional <clears throat> roster spots first. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, you're going to start with the little dudes and then at least have some guys. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> they pulled them a tumbo. They said, hey. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to go get another small four. And then we're going to double down and sell That's right. another small That's four. That's right. It's like, Oprah, you get a small four. And you get a small four. <laughs> and you get a small four. That's fine. But it was only just for That's the Rockets. Good. You're right. You're Nobody right. else did that. Everybody got big. So, right. however, 3-0. Uh, and oh, I mean, yep. they beat the helpless Warriors. Yes. Coming out of the All-Star break. Yes. The, the Warrior Juniors. Yes, the Warrior Juniors. They they also um, beat the, the helpless Knicks, which we know that's been a uh, a crap show. Yes. You know, I know it's a family show, so we'll use the crap. But it's been really bad, <laughs> been in, bad. In, in New York. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, a, a good, good, nice, solid win against, um, at the time we thought would be a more tougher Memphis Grizzlies team. They're kind of sliding. Right now, I think the Grizzlies are on a like four or five game losing streak. So, no follow the Rockets, but they've played, in my opinion, uh, two cupcakes and and one solid dessert <laughs> in the Grizzlies. You know, yeah, but, I gotcha. You know, it was the the big you know apple right with the ice cream on right, top right, but it's big like we can't eat it all by yourself. You right. got to share. Right. However, it's still dessert. Now it's time to get to some meat. Yes, because Saturday. Saturday. The Celtics. Celtics again. In Boston. In Boston. Now I want to see what this small ball does because now they got some games that are coming up. Yes. Going to the Garden. Going to the Garden. Play Boston. I, I can't wait. And the good thing about it, you know, of course, then they got the Knicks again, the next, the next game. And, but after that, they're at home against the Clippers. That's going to be another. So the next two out of three games, I'm really, really intrigued to see – now show me because those are teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Yes, yes, correct. And you know what? The, the whole theory behind this whole small ball thing is that we're just going to score more than you. Period. We're going to we're going to throw up a ton of points. I mean, just in the last four, let's just say in the last three through four games, one hundred thirty-five to one hundred five, one hundred twenty to one hundred ten, one hundred twenty-three to one hundred twelve, one hundred forty to one hundred twelve. Yes. I mean, Westbrook shoot, shot uh, thirty-three last night. Uh, or two nights ago, mm-hmm. Harden with 37, Harden with 38, mm-hmm. Harden with 29, Harden 42, Westbrook 39. Yeah. These guys are throwing up baskets. No, no, they night are. Night after night. No, they are. And, and, and But their shot's got to be on. I just. I agree. You know, and, and I, I think 
that it's going to be okay in the regular season? Like, am I okay meaning that, you know, you know, do they still make the playoffs? Yes. Yes. Um, do I think they're going to be a top five seed? Yes. Yes. You know, uh, I don't see them sliding any lower than six, even with the – Dan Tony was like, man, I just hope slide. we're number two. Well, that would be great, you know. <laughs> right, um, right. But I just – I don't know long-term how it's going to be when you're in the playoff series and you're playing the same team and you got a seven-game series and, you know – People can get used to what you're doing. However, but right, going back to the present day, yes, they offensively, they do create tough matchups mm-hmm. because you have guys that are used to guarding guys in the post right. on opposing teams, right. where now they got to extend themselves, yeah. which in turn, what is that doing? Creating lanes for Russ, That's creating right. lanes for, right. for James Harden. And PJ and all those guys. Well, I mean, there. PJ doesn't really drive a lot, but well, he can go spot up. That, that's my point. Right. PJ is right. essentially the five, that's and right. he's in the corner. That's right. Standing there waiting to that's get right. the ball to shoot a three. So that big has got to either give PJ a wide open look, and that's where it's going to get interesting because if I'm game planning for the Rockets, yep. I'm leaving PJ wide open. Yep. Now, if he's on fire and he's hitting. Yep. Definitely a long night at the office. Then, then, then. But uh, you know, Russ and and James step up and start draining more, right? Well, but that's where I, I'm figuring things out, and I, and I, and I get, <laughs> I get what the Rockets were doing because when they were a um, a balanced team, by balance mm-hmm. meaning having a true four, true five, teams were just double teaming James Harden at half court, and they're yep. like, we're not going to let you beat us now. It's a little bit interesting. It's a little bit tougher to just do that, knowing that you have other guys that can go get go get buckets. Yep, yep. Well, we still have 24, 25 games left to play, so we're going to have a lot of time to see mm-hmm. what happens in the next you know, month and a half uh, before we get to uh, the playoffs. So it's going to be exciting. No, 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 no. It's, it's definitely definitely going to be uh, interesting to see what happens. So, so Harden was digging on Giannis a little bit. Tell him, tell him, he was, he was interviewed the other day. day. So, like, wait, so hard, wait, hold on, hold on. So, mm-hmm. set it up just so. for everybody to know. So, what, so Harden was getting interviewed on ESPN. ESPN, and what was going on? I mean, they just, who asked the question, or they just asked him a question about Giannis? Like, what, what? So, they, so there's been some back and forth going on. Okay. Between, a little between smack J- talk. A little smack talk. Okay. Um, because James doesn't seem to have a lot of respect for Giannis, mm. right? Because Giannis is beating him out with for the MVP, mm. right? So he's got a little chip on his shoulder, okay. right? Okay. Now, and, now, I'm following right, right? And so you know, James says, <laughs> James says, he says, you know, I wish I could be. This isn't a direct quote, but it's close. He goes, I, I, just, I wish I could just play basketball and be seven feet tall and just dunk all the time. Mm. <laughs> you know, because nice. it seems like well, that's kind of what just Giannis well, does. He's got a little little wiggle, little you wiggle, know. That's fine. He's got a little handles, <laughs> so you know he, he can work on his three ball. But I think his mid range is okay. But go ahead. So then, of course, um, you know, there's we're gonna we're gonna watch what what happens from here, because you know when these guys play each other, it's gonna be elbows up, right? It'd be interesting to see when they play again, because you know oh, with, with the the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, you know everybody has that one home and home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then that's mm-hmm. it. So you know the the Bucks could have already. Bypassed, uh, unless you see. see. No, there it is, Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. Yep. And Milwaukee, what is that? That's going to be on Wednesday, March 25th. March 25th. So on about ESPN. a month on yep. ESPN, we're going to watch what happens there. It's okay. going to be elbows up, baby. We'll see. And Westbrook's going to go. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
he'll be ejected. I know. Oh, I know. Him and Draymond Green are the league's worst. Oh, but, yeah. but either way, though, yeah. yeah. So, small ball. Small ball. See, I like it. Seems I like to be it. working, but like I, like I said, it. these next two out of three games. You're skeptical. Well, I see. These next two out of three games are going to show us a lot. They are, definitely. I want to see what they do against the Celtics yep. in Boston and then what they do at home against the Clippers. Yep. And so, we're going we're, to just keep watching basketball. Keep watching the round ball. So that's awesome. We have XFL. We have we have hockey. Yeah. We have basketball. We have spring training. Spring training. Baseball coming the up. The pines are about the, to come the up. Pines are about to come. Man, oh. we got it all going on right now. We do. We got more sports than sports we can handle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So let's take a quick break, yep. and we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap it up, right. and say good night, and come back next week and do it again, Love and just it. have some more action. Love it. All right. Yeah, we'll be right back. Bit. As much as we might try, nobody can be everywhere all the time. That's why at Woodlands Online, we're committed to producing quality video coverage of local news, events, sports, and everything else you don't want to miss. Woodlands Online, your window into the Woodlands. Okay, sports fans, we're back. So we're going to wrap up this show with a little bit of um, this day in sports, or this week in this sports. Week sports. This history. week in sports, yeah. right? So um, Jay's going to start because he's got some really good ones. So I do. Well, um, the first one is kind of a spinoff of one of yours from last week, what? right? When you talked a little bit about golf. So for the second Sunday in a row, golfers <laughs> in South Carolina were arrested for violating the Sabbath yes. in 1927. So the same year you gave. Yes. And I guess those guys were like, no, no, no. <laughs> you might have arrested me last Sunday. Yeah. But I bet you won't arrest me again next Sunday. Do not validate. Do not. Do not play on this Sabbath. It's <sighs> not good. No, nah, not it's good. Not, it's not, not good to drink Joe Boo's rum, <laughs> right. and it's not good to play golf <laughs> in South Carolina Joe on the Sabbath. <laughs> it's oh, very bad. That is so it's funny very, that you said that because we're going to lead into something about the Cleveland Indians here oh, in a second. What? Oh my gosh! So by the way, server. so by the way, we don't know what we're going to do when we do this day in history. We don't tell each other this week in history. This, this sorry, this okay. week, this week in history. We don't know. He doesn't tell me. I don't tell him. That was awesome. <laughs> you don't drink Japanese rum, and you do not play golf on December. No. Okay. Especially South Carolina. Whew, that's so awesome. You, okay. You can marry your cousin. <laughs> no, you that's can't. West Virginia. I think South Carolina. I think South Carolina's a little lax. No, I think they they don't like that. No, they don't like. Oh, that. so only Arkansas and West Virginia. If okay. you can't play golf on the Sabbath, you sure can't marry your cousin. Okay. Okay. Weird so, rules <laughs> moving from Don't Drink Jabu's Wine, which that comes from? The movie Major League. And who was the team in Major Cle League? Cleveland Indians. Okay, so let me tell you something here right now. Hank Greensburg was a Cleveland Indian baseball player back in the early 50s. Okay. okay? In 1956, on uh, Leap Year Day, okay. the 29th, because this is this week in sports, right? On leap year day in 1956, Major League Baseball Cleveland Indians franchise is sold for nearly, get this, $4 million to who I just mentioned, Hank Greensburg, who was part of the ownership. Okay. $4 million. Imagine what a Major League Baseball team is worth now. Yeah. I mean, Hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars. I mean, even the worst team in the league is, is worth... You know, at least a hundred million. So they for sure weren't drinking drinking Joe Boo's rum. No, back there in nineteen fifty six. No, no, no. So anyway, so yeah, four million dollars. Wow. That's cheap. That's that cheap. Real cheap. 
It's Cleveland cheap. Indians. I mean, that's that's like you buying a company when it's going about to go under, and you come save them getting pennies on a dollar. That's right. That's but it better be interesting to see in '56 what four million dollars looks like now in 2020. So we'll let you know next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so you got so over. yeah, I do. In 1959, kind of changing gears a little bit to okay. uh, basketball. Since we mentioned the Boston Celtics, since yes. the Rockets play them yes. Saturday night or tomorrow night. Yes, yes. 1959, Boston Celtic Bob Cousy oh. sets an NBA record with 28 assists um, as the Boston Celtics score 173 points against oh the Minneapolis Lakers. What? So Cousy might have sent the Lakers to L.A. They might have been, we got to get out of Minnesota. That's right. It's too cold here. That's right. And we stink. And then after he got done with um, basketball, he invented um, that little thing that keeps your beer uh, and your drink uh, warm or cool, the koozie. Yeah, who want a warm beer? No, not warm, but cool. That's, I don't drink beer, so it's Bob Koozie. Bob Koozie. Yeah, he invented the koozie. You're messing with me. Absolutely. I love it. Because I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Absolutely. So Absolutely. <laughs> It makes so much sense. That's awesome. The koozie. That's the koozie. It's Bob Koozie. The, the, the George Foreman grills the Foreman. That's right. And, the, and, and the, you got the, the, koozie. the koozie. So I need my Foreman and my koozie. That's right. You got to have your Coca-Cola and your Burger Maker. Anyway, so. Okay. So <laughs> Bob Koozie. There it is. I, you know what? We're going to double check that because he might have been. Probably anyway, not. Uh, probably not. So, uh, <laughs> so in 1972, I was one in 1972. Okay. How old was Doc Bruder? Doc Bruder. We're not mentioned. We already mentioned him. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's more than no Doc was in 72. He was, he was, he, he was gone. <laughs> so, um, in 72, future baseball Hall of Fame right fielder, Hank, the man, Aaron. Oh, slamming. The, the, Hank. The, one of the greatest. The batters, hammer. The hammer. Becomes the first player to earn, get this. $200,000. Wow. Annual salary. Wow. Signs a three-year deal with the Atlanta Braves just after a, one of his best seasons where he batted 327, mm-hmm. 47 home runs. Wow. And 118 RBIs. Love it. This dude could hit like no other. Oh, the hammer was nasty. The hammer was nasty. Hank, Hank Aaron's a great, Number great, 44. Great, 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 great. Love, great. love talking about Hank Aaron. Yes. I could talk about him all night long. He, he definitely did everything the right way, yep. played the game the right way. Yep. Obviously went through a lot of adversity with, you know, racism. A lot of people didn't want to see him, you know, break certain records. Um, you know, Ted but, Williams. But but a lot of people did. Yeah, A lot of absolutely. people supported him. And, absolutely. Um, you know, him having to deal with the death threats and his wife and all of them receiving it, but you know, uh, Hank still went out there and played ball, and, and so well respected. Yes. So well respected. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then to conclude this week in sports history, damn, um, love it. Little football ties. Okay. And since our roughnecks are heading up north, how about you come join me up north for a second, Scott? And let's talk a little bit about SMU football. Okay, Mustang. Southern Miss. Yes. They had a lot of good athletes come through there. They did. All right. And they might not have been legally, but however, <laughs> the, the Pony Express yes. was one. It was a show that you wanted to see, and yeah. you didn't want to miss it. You're right. However, however, in 1987, oh dear, the NCAA cancels yes, SMU's entire football schedule oh. for gross violations of NCAA rules regarding athletic corruption. You know, 
If, like, if you have not seen mm. The Pony Excess, which is what's called The Mothership Did a 30 for 30, mm. Mm. You go. sure it wasn't a 20 for 20? Yeah. <laughs> it was not a 20 for 20. It was Scotty so well. Hey, man, I'm sorry. It's all good. I it was going to let you wrong. make it. But it yes, but, but it's a 30 for 30 called yeah. The Pony Excess. Guys, you got to see it. Uh, uh, I mean, Eric uh, Dickerson, Craig James, uh, or highlights in it. But yes. just seeing how openly... They were like, we don't give a you-know-what. We're going to pay these players. We're going to give them everything they want. And we're going to build a powerhouse football program. And that's what they did. You know, and I was a big, you know, of course I'm a big UT fan, right? But if it wasn't UT, my next favorite Texas team back then, you know, now I'm in high school, right? I'm I'm playing football. I'm doing my thing was the SMU Mustangs. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, I was heartbroken. Heartbroken. Yeah. Well, and Craig James went to my high school, by the way. Oh. Before me. Yeah, well, you know, uh, according to rumors, he, <sighs> he wasn't a part of all that, and he followed his girlfriend, which, fairness to him, his girlfriend was a cheerleader. That's right. And boys follow girls, they so do. that sounds believable. Yep. yep. But we know Eric Dixon got paid. <laughs> well, his mama got a new Woo! double wide. Yeah. He got a transam. <laughs> yeah, right. He got some new goals in his mouth. That's right. I mean. That boy could run, though. Oh. My goodness. Well, he was a beast. He was a beast. He was a beast. So, so anyway, so th- that was a great, I'm glad you brought that up. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Good show, yeah. man. That was awesome. Bam. That was awesome. Mm. Fun, fun day. All right, so, uh, again, uh, this is the weekly Fallout with Nick and Brew. We're on Woodlands Online. We're on Facebook. Uh, please go on there. Give us a good thumbs up. Make sure you <laughs> give us a good good thumbs up. And uh, thumbs up, Jay. There you go. Oh, double thumbs up. Double nice. Double. I like it. Hey. Give us a thumbs up. Hey. What are you, Fonzie? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we can hit the jukebox back and turn on. I, I do. I probably could. You probably could. Uh, anyway, so hey, back come back next week. Watch the fallout with Mick and Brew. Give us a like. And that's all we got for this week. That's all we got. So thank you very much for watching and or listening. Woodlands Online, you can see it right there. Thanks a lot. See you next week. <laughs>